All right. It is 10 after 9, October the 9th. We're sitting here going to record our first podcast again for the first 10 minutes where we fucked up the uh, audio recording. Yeah, Matt wanted to... He always Googles this fancy shit and tries to use it, and then uh, it always ends up... It was the... Garage Band app that comes free on iPhone, but apparently I didn't know how to use it correctly. Yeah, that's cool. something you're gonna learn about me, but it's totally cool. Garage Band, yeah, yeah. Apple, you can keep it. I was in Cupertino a couple weeks ago, really beautiful city. But next time I go, I'll be like, Garage Band sucks. I've always wondered why Cupertino is on there for like the that's um, where Apple is. Zone. So let me tell you right now when you get off the exit in Cupertino, California, which is outside of San Francisco. Um, literal, it's like 50 miles outside Francisco. When you get off the exit, on the right-hand side, it's Apple building, Apple building, Apple building, like, like 14 buildings in a row. I never even saw, like, the big headquarters. These are just, like, outbuildings. And then I'm like, I'm a southerner from Georgia. I'm starving. I flew all day to San Francisco. I got to do all these store walks. I'm starving. But, like, I don't want to eat anything heavy. I got to walk all day. I'm trying to wash myself. I just want to go to Subway and get a turkey sandwich. Uh-oh. It's pretty sad that I had to Google where a subway was in this town, considering all these people work there, and there was one subway. And it was, like, hidden back, and because you're in, like, this really, like, ritzy place where, like, nobody can afford to live, the six-inch turkey sandwich was $10. That's only because it's in California. That's it's supposed because... to be, what, like, five bucks for a foot long? Five dollar foot long? I think they're doing away with that. Oh, they did away with it a long time ago. They did away with it a long time ago. Either way, we digress, we digress. Josh, I think you should introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, where you're from. Josh Morse, I'm from a small town in Maine, grew up uh, in New England uh, all my life, born in Massachusetts. Matt and I were talking about, like, um, earlier about, you know, mass holes and people from New England getting these, you know, bad raps about being assholes. And being proud of it, too. And being proud of it. It, It's all true. Like, all the jokes, everything that people say about us, it's it's all true. Cold weather, uh, hairy women. No sun. And no sun. All equal bad attitudes. Um, Also, like, having to shovel snow, like, 50 days in a row. That can put anyone in a shitty mood for the rest of their lives. Also, having sports teams that for a hundred years sucked out loud. Yeah, all that stuff. Make you an asshole. It happens. But some would venture to say that the football team, which I don't like saying their name, is probably the greatest football team to ever play the game. Yeah, but that was... People don't remember when, like, Foxborough was truly shitty. Bricks were falling off the building. People throwing shit in the stands. We, My mom and dad and my brother and I... Went to Foxborough one time for, it was a college game. It was uh, BC and Penn State back when they were both good. Now they, well, BC Penn sucks. State's in the top Penn 10? State's good, but BC sucks. So back then, it, there was fights all the time in the stands, people throwing stuff. My mom got uh, one of those toy footballs thrown at her, hit it co- hot coffee and spilled it all over. That was like when I was probably nine, ten years people old, and so I still proud. remember that That's story. Funny. I did yeah. meet Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie is cool. Yeah. You guys are so proud of that asshole thing, but it's funny, like, I'm from Woodstock, which is, like, 20 miles from where we're sitting right now, and um, people think we're, like, the nicest people ever. Like, you go to other parts of the country, and they're like, Southerners are so nice and sweet. But, like, I think that that can be true to an extent, but, like, I think we, we're we given, like, this false... You're giving us this, like, false identity that we're, like, 
two nights that were like you could be pushovers at the same time. See, I think it, being from the north is a good thing because when I turn out to be a decent human being, people are really utterly surprised. That's true. When you guys are good people, it's just because you were supposed to be a good person. That kind of sucks. Yeah. I never thought about I it that know. way. My parents are from New York, though, so I think people might just be surprised that I didn't turn out to be more of a New Yorker. No, you're still, you, you do act like a New Yorker. I, I was that born and raised here. That doesn't matter. Your parents rub off on you. That's your biggest influence. Not I think I live. cuss less than them. <laughs> I I think, unless I'm drinking, I think I cuss less than them. Weren't you the guy that tore my son's shh, shh, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. I fixed that for you, actually. I have a gift to give you. So. Oh, I didn't, I, I told full disclosure, I did not fix that thing. My wife fixed that thing. <laughs> I have no desire to fix the thing. And if I owned a shredder, I would have put it in there. Anyways. Intro, Anyways, digress. Intro yourself. What? Who are you? Matt Schechter. I'm from Woodstock, Georgia. I live in Alpharetta, Georgia. I have three children and a wife. I work like a dog. You almost said four children. I was like, oh my god. Well, I have two dogs. They're both assholes. So maybe it's like those are like my four children. That does equal. If anybody needs to adopt a dog, um, there might be like some place for you to comment and tell me, and I'll (laughs) send them to you. Um, So I'm gonna tell you now: don't adopt either of these dogs. They're both a pain in the ass. One's old, and the other's a pain in the ass. (laughs) They're both pains in the ass. I think you should tell the story about how we came up with the idea to sit here and talk about. Whatever it is that we're going to talk about, which we're not really sure about. Oh, jeez. Well, a story. We were talking about. I made up a a, a a funny acronym, DAB, which it stands for Dads Against Backpacks. And really, why you know why did I come up with that is because we were at some street dance, and Matt and myself and um, one of a group of their friends and their, all our wives were all trying to dance to some '80s tunes, and I was getting into it feeling it and my wife has a nice butt and I'm like man I would like to you know dance up on her a little bit and she's wearing a backpack and I was like there's nowhere to put it all these people are dancing around she's got her valuables in it and I can't do anything because I'm like the backpack is in the way and I just can't get my groove on you have a thing against backpacks yes though. like I think men grown men and women with nice asses should not wear backpacks it's just, it's wrong. I wear a backpack. I know, but that's that, that's a, one of the problems. Maybe here. maybe you would like it better if my backpack didn't look like I took it from a kid getting off the school bus <laughs> this afternoon. Like. Yeah, and Under Armour. Like, yeah, it's gray, it's Under Armour, it's decently lame. It you know. looks like my son's I think backpack. it ages me a my lot more. My son's six, by the way. Yeah. I think it ages me a lot more than, like, probably it should either on the one side or the other, I'm not sure if it's good or bad. Maybe it, like, makes me seem too old because I'm, like, I'm, like, become, like, the total dad who doesn't give a shit about my backpack. Or no, it makes or me seem too young. Or it's you're the dad that's trying to be young by wearing a, a backpack. I don't consider myself old. Can you, I, on the other hand, I think old. I'm not that old. I'm going to buy you a, a briefcase. It, it's called a, go, it's a growing up party. When dads and kids go from... Wearing backpacks to carrying a briefcase. That, that means you're I have, actually going I have to a work. briefcase, actually, like then one of the messenger style bags. Here's my thing with the briefcase, and I'm not knocking briefcases. Mine's not like leather. It's an it's like more canvas style. Pleather. It's not pleather. It's canvas style. It's nice. It's kind of cool though. I think you'd actually approve. When you travel as much as I do, and you're in the airport as much as I am, that bag is a pain in the ass. It is so much nicer to throw that sucker on over your shoulders, pull your rollerboard and go to the airport as opposed to having to kind of manage something over your shoulder. It's pulling down on you. you. got all your shit in there. 
all the stuff we have to travel with. Like, I think it's just more about practicality. Mm, I, I, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. I don't know. We spent way too much time on backpacks. Yep. I really don't have an issue with backpacks. You do. So that's how we ended up doing this podcast, though. I came up with this crazy idea of a dab, Dads Against Backpacks. You said, what if we had a bunch of this material and recorded it? We really podcast. do have a bunch of this material, though, I think. Yeah, like some of it. We tend to banter. Yeah, we banter is the right word. Healthy banter. Healthy banter. Make fun of banter. Sometimes I cry. It's fine. <laughs> I want you to tell the story of how we met, though, first. I don't want like that to get lost. Well, we met on the front lawn of uh, an apartment complex in Georgia. Amy and I had just moved down here. Just had JJ. And uh, I was pissed drunk after going out to dinner and drinks with one of our neighbors and uh, was out walking our dog and you guys were walking your dogs and then and I came out and started being an asshole your wife wanted to kill me and you thought I was a dickhead and but I, I actually thought you were a dickhead but I was like this might be a dickhead I could get along with yeah and I well you were right but yeah. um, I wasn't so, drunk though so you know it was probably it was I liked you guys just because I was drunk I was like ah you know you probably good. only liked me because you were drunk like what if we would have met sober I would have liked you I don't know I would have thought you were drunk <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. Oh my god. So that was how we met. Yeah, we had some good times in that apartment complex, though. We did. We had some not so good times, and we had we some good did. times. We did. You bought your first gun when we lived in that apartment complex. Yeah, that's a We long. probably shouldn't tell that story. That's a long story. Well, we should tell it, but it is. It's like a whole podcast. episode on its that own. That could be its own episode. It really should be. We'll, we'll save that one. Yeah. I'll just d- throw a little story. teaser out there. It has to do with Bobby Christina. It's part of my life. Rest in, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. So, a funny thing about the other guy. Ugh, God. My favorite story to tell is when Matt wore his, I call them coochie cutters. I think they were running shorts, no, just to clarify. I call them coochie cutters because they literally cut his asshole. They're that tight. And they show his moose knuckle. <laughs> he had these tight shorts on. And my, uh, my two gay neighbors are out walking their little toy poodle, which, yeah, that's another story. But Matt, Matt's walking his dog, and he's got this moose knuckle going on, and these two guys are just checking out his package the entire time, and they come back to my house because they know we're friends. And they're like, oh, my God, do you know that guy, Matt Schechter? He has a massive package, and I I couldn't stop laughing. I thought it was probably one of the funnier things I ever heard in my I life. I think that's one of my wife's favorite like top story. Probably is. Sure. I don't know. Because she gets to brag about your package after that. She'll go, yeah, she, she'll go, she'll make me feel better about it, I think, at least. Like, she brags she goes, about it. Matt, it you do have a big package, Matt. I really don't think it's bigger than anyone else's. I'll just hold true to that. She does, though. That's all that matters. All I care about is that she she's happy exactly. about it. What do I, I don't have to impress anybody. Married three kids. So, what was your funny thing about me? I don't know. There's, like, way too many. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, one really good one that you would probably, like, hopefully surprise you, but I don't know, like... Maybe there's not that many f- funny things. No, that. there are. I just You tell such a good one about me that, like, I'm lost now in the moment. <laughs> so, Come back to me. I'll think about it. We wanted to talk about family advice because we both have growing families. I got a good one, but I'm going to let you go first. No, I'm going to let you go first since you didn't have one about me. So I got, I got like, sagely advice, and then I got, like, one funny one for the kids. Right? Okay. So, 
My funny one for the kids, I give a shout out to my friend Reagan, who I saw tonight at soccer practice, and this is like so true to my life. My kids, like, they scrape their finger, they fall down, they need a band-aid, right? And so we're getting a band-aid for everything. Like, if it was up to Parker, she would have, like, band-aids on her entire body skin, right? And so Reagan did the, like, told my wife about the, there's like a poem by Shel Silverstein about the band-aids. And so I'm always, like, giving them a band-aid. Whenever they ask for a band-aid, I'm like, just give them a band-aid. Bonnie is like, no, stop giving them band-aids. They're damn expensive. Put tape on their finger. So my wife legitimately keeps a roll of blue painter's tape in the kitchen. And when they ask for a band-aid, she rips off a little piece of that blue painter's tape and puts it on their finger or their leg. And so, like, tonight Parker's eating dinner and she's got a piece of blue painter's tape on her finger. So what Reagan said today at soccer practice, because we were talking, because her son had a little scrape on him, was like, if you want a band-aid, just take a damn band-aid. Just stop crying about wanting a damn band-aid. <laughs> so moral of the story, if your kid needs a band-aid, whether you give them a real band-aid, you buy them at the dollar store, you're stingy with the band-aids, and you put a piece of tape on it, just give the kid a damn band-aid. <laughs> my, my family advice would be um, therapy is never too expensive. <laughs> whether it be Does this count as therapy? Yeah, this is a form of therapy, but it's it's funny. People get really weird when you start talking about therapy. I'm just an open person. I don't care. I've been to therapy. Yeah, everybody goes. Everybody should go to therapy. There's so many unhealthy things in life right now, and people are scared to admit that you need help sometimes. But, man, I, the best thing I could have done for my wife, my marriage, my kids, me personally from my stress level was go and see somebody that's, you know, Somebody you can just talk to and kind of lay it out there. Uh, it may sound serious, but it's seriously good advice. Go go get help if you need it. And and even if you don't, sometimes it's good to just have a sounding board. This podcast went from funny to serious. Well, sometimes you have well, to it's good. It's good. Shit. We're like helping the people. Yeah. Now we need to bring it back. Okay. Let's bring it back. How do you make light of a situation when your wife is being crazy? <laughs> I threw that on that little topics list because you're really good at this. You are really good at this. I'm probably not so good at this. Um, my wife will probably attest because when my wife's going crazy, I'm just like, why do you care so much? Blah, 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 blah. And it's funny because um, we were supposed to be on that TV show or whatever, and it, it didn't work out. We just found out. Thought we were going to be on a TV show, and it didn't work out. And so my wife was, like, super upset about it today. And just to back up and preface, like, I didn't ever wanted to be on a television show. No desire to be on a television show. I hate the way I look in, on videos and stuff. But my wife was, like, super pumped about it. She'd been lying to me for, like, three months about the actual premise of this TV show. Which, by the way, Josh she... has been lying to me, too. Yeah, but it's... Uh, but it was lying. a good lie. It was a good lie. Yeah, but, like, they've been lying a to me, strong too. Word. But she called me and she told me that she was, like, that it wasn't working out or whatever. And my first internal response was, was, yes. was like, thank God. I never wanted to be on TV. Like, not at all. Like, I don't, well, first of all, I thought we were going to be on like some, something and it was completely different. So I was nervous enough about that. But like, I never wanted to. But my like external thing was, is, you know, babe, it'll be all right. This wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. But I don't know how to make light of that situation. So maybe you, you have some advice for that. Because 
Bonnie's super bummed about it. I feel bad. Yeah, I don't think like that one. You, first of all, Bonnie's a different wife than my wife. Like she, Bonnie's a lot. Like when you get Bonnie fired up, it's like she's you, passionate. It's tough to tough to get her down. She's super passionate. Amy is passive aggressive. Like if you get her like mad, it's funny because like I almost have to save up my patience because she saves up her anger. <laughs> it takes like it'll take her like five weeks to tell me what's wrong. And then, but for the, on that fifth week, I better fucking be patient or it's going to be an all out. Or you better be traveling. Exactly. <laughs> Patience or schedule a long trip to let it burn off yeah, because, funny. but people deal with it different, you know, it's funny. I, Amy tells me that my one liners, I can get her off her anger sometimes, at least initially anyway. Or you can throw her back into like a tailspin probably too. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it's if it's if I don't read it right and like I throw a joke in there, it totally can make it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. My wife definitely has no problem telling me when she's upset or angry, with me especially. Like, she won't wait till the kids go to bed. She won't wait till I go <laughs> from work. She won't She'll wait, wait till your friends are gone. No, or hell the no. party's over. She is like, tell it like it is all the time. She doesn't she care. She tells me like it is. Yo, it's not yeah. just you. It's she, everyone. She'll tell you you're an asshole. Oh, yeah. It's fine, man. It's good. She keeps me alive. So on my way over here, I was thinking about stuff to talk about on this podcast because I was a little nervous. I don't like the way my... So you say you don't like yourself on TV. Or the voice, yeah. I don't like the way I I come across on recorded, um, you know, instances. I I do podcasts for work sometimes. And I have to, you know, talk through stuff and I listen to it afterwards and I've made people do stuff over after like three tries and they get pissed at me. But um, my, what I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking about observations. I was like, man, I was like, there's some sh- shit out there that I just don't get. It doesn't make sense. And the number one thing I get is we live in Georgia. It is literally 90 degrees 100 days out of the year. It's at October least. 9th, and it's, it's still, still hot as shit. We're about to have... It's a, 10 o'clock at night, and it's hot as shit right we're now. Still, we're, we're about to have a massive hurricane, by the way, and it's still 90 degrees out. It's supposed to cool things off. Nope, not here. It's 10 o'clock at night, and it's like 80 degrees outside. So. Anyways, so my point is, in Georgia... What is this whole obsession with an outdoor mall? We've moved the Apple store. We've moved all these stores outside. I'm like, we had a perfect environment which was air conditioned, nice inside. If it snowed, it was great. It, the, the shit was inside. It doesn't snow all that much. Here. No, but any inclement weather, hot or cold, and a fucking indoor mall is the perfect place to be. But you know what I'm just thinking about right now? What? I think this is where Southerners and Northerners are separated. Sure. Okay, tell me tell me why. Okay. You don't like the heat cuz you didn't grow up in the heat. Yeah. Right? So you grew up in Massachusetts where the hottest day is like 80 something. If it gets to 90, it's like sweltering heat waves. It's right? global warming. It's it gets to 90 up there, but not very often. Sure. But you also have like, I'll man, humor you. Yeah, humor me a little. Sure. Bit. In Georgia, it's expected we're going to have like every day above 90 in the summer. We're going to have days over 100. People are more acclimatized. We enjoy being outside. So I think because they build these outdoor malls is because they have restaurants with patios. People like to walk outside. People enjoy being outside in the summertime here. This is why people think people from the New England area are like doom and gloom all the time because you're used to like gray, cold, nasty weather. But 
here's my point. We'll, we want to be outside. We'll, you guys will cancel school at the drop of a hat for like an inch of snow. We, on the other hand, go outside, shovel our driveways, go on, do go to jobs, do our stuff. So like the whole wet inclement weather thing, that doesn't make sense to me. No, because you don't want to be outside because a lot of times of the year it's like you get we get like nine months a year of hot you get like nine months a year of cold yeah so it's but it's so inclement. opposite time yeah but again why like okay it's the reason why northerners built out indoor malls it's because they wanted to be able to shop in the, the snow and shit like that no it wasn't because of that it was because we didn't want to shop in the snow if we had outdoor malls we would have to shovel the entire path off to get to each store this doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand. Air conditioning, better than sweltering heat. Sorry. And heated environment, better than cold I don't, I don't necessarily 100% disagree with you. Uh, I will agree that when I take my kids anywhere and it's too hot outside, all they do is complain. So in that instance, the indoor mall is probably definitely the yeah. yeah, for sure. Plus, they usually have a more readily available bathrooms, whereas the outdoor mall I know you're referring to only has, like, one public bathroom. Exactly. And it's, like, in the middle, and if you're on one opposite side, you have to, like, walk all the way around. So, I don't know. I think they did a poor job planning for families. You also put when jokes go wrong on here. I yeah, I, had, I got a really... You've had jokes go wrong. You just have to think about it. Like, oh, man. I got I a really a, good example, though. Well, I have a good example, too, actually. All right, so the other day, I had my... We had our small group out of the house for church, and it's at our house this week, so like we do the dessert or whatever, and the guys come over, and um, the husbands and the wives, and I offer coffee, and like I'm gonna have coffee because I'll drink coffee if it's 1 a.m. I don't care all the time drink coffee, and so I'm gonna make some anyway. So everyone's like, yeah, if you're making, have some. So I make the coffee, and our our friend Anthony comes over and he's like, yeah, some coffee, thanks. I was like, how do you take it? He goes, oh, just black, and I was like, oh, like my men. And I told it wrong because it's like a funny, it's a funny joke about how like my mom used to say like whatever. My mom tells weird jokes. She probably shouldn't tell to kids back when I was younger or whatever. But she used to, she used to say, I, I take, I take my coffee strong and black like I like my men. Yeah. But I didn't. I said it like I like my men, and I meant to say it like like you like your men. <laughs> And I just sat there and I tried to fix it like three or four times. But you know how you like you just get jumbled and you're like you're focused on it too much and like I it's such an easy was stupid Was Landon here? Yeah, Landon was oh, here. He, I don't he think he, I don't know screwed. if you heard it or not, but like it's just such an easy, stupid joke to tell, like, uh, you know, or whatever, and it's not racist, it's just funny or whatever, but You know how I, I just messed it up like so bad that it's just like I ended up like making fun of myself, which I do a lot of anyways, and I don't really mind, so it's fine. You know how down here, like, there are certain jokes that you just can't tell? Or, like, certain things, practical jokes you can't do? So, I was, um, I had just bought the new, my new Jeep, and I was driving around, and um, somebody thought it was a funny idea to put a new bumper sticker on my, on my Jeep. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah. You have not told me the oh, story. Oh, this is a classic. Am I going to be upset or laugh? No, you're going to laugh. Okay. So I thought it was like somebody actually put a sticker on the Jeep. So I was initially pissed because what it said was, I love men in big red letters. And it was a, and it was a little bit more depict than that, but I'll just keep it to, to that. And uh, I need a picture of this later. Yeah, I'll show it to you. So I was driving around unknowingly. I hadn't seen <laughs> the bumper sticker. But you and, don't know how long it's been there. Yeah. So, and Matt can tell you, but or back me up on this. It's pretty 
you know, it, it's, it's not like rigid here, but it's certainly um, religious. Let's just put it on that, yeah. on, in, in that text. So I'm, and especially where I, my new house is, so I'm driving around and I, I, I could have even driven up to school and the teachers like that take my kid out of the back of his to the the car every the morning. To the kids go to church. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, they're like looking at this bumper sticker. So I, I got so angry when I, when I initially saw it. Cause I was like, Oh man, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to catch so much crap for this bumper sticker from so many people. And like, now I know why all these people have been giving me dirty looks for the last three days. So you think this was on there for at least three days? Oh, it had to be. I mean, people were giving But it wasn't like a sticker? It was a sticker? No, it was a magnet, thankfully. <laughs> so somebody was just jacking with you. Somebody you knew. Somebody at work. You think it's somebody at work? No, I know it was somebody at work. Oh, somebody confessed. Yeah, and they got uh, in trouble at work, actually, because of it. Really? Yeah, I didn't mean to, like, get this person in You're trouble. You're the boss. How did you get them in trouble? Well, I'm not the boss, but it's... It, it was it was poor poor taste. Let's just. I don't think out. that's poor taste if it's given in good jazz. Yeah, I think it, it depends on like the situation and how friendly you are the person, right? Like. Well, I I was if it was just like outside of work, like if it was something somebody did to me, I wouldn't have been mad. But like the way, me having to drive around with that, like to my son's school, it, it put me in a rough situation. <laughs> I think you're probably reading too much into this. Yeah. Like. I don't think she thought about it, so it was funny. Oh, it was a chick that put it on there? Oh, yeah. That makes this story even better. No, it was classic. So if I put that sticker on, you'd be pissed, no, it sounds I would, like. I would laugh. I would laugh. That's like joke gone wrong, but you're in told in a different way than I told it. I fucked up a joke. You were the victim of a joke. So tonight, you know what you're doing to me? We're doing this podcast, and the Red Sox are about to friggin' clinch against the Yankees. Oh, yeah. What, what's the score? I don't even know what the score is. I haven't looked it up yet. Oh, that's I don't want to look it up. Yeah, leave it. Leave I'm it. recording it, actually. Yeah, the poor Braves lost last night, man. Braves They really... No, they played really good season, man. Yeah, they're, they did. They're like a year or two early for where they where they project to be. So, to get to win the division, get there, they played awesome. I love Atlanta. They won a game. They didn't get swept, man. I was really happy <laughs> they, came, they came back to Atlanta and they won a game. I mean... I mean, Albies played awesome, man. Like, and Acuna, those guys played great. Like, they're really young guys. I love it. How about it. that Grand Slammy hit, man? Come on. I love it because Atlanta fans, like, people asked me the other day, one of my buddies from out of town was was in town here, and he goes, oh, what do you want to do? And I said, look, we could go to the soccer game. <laughs> you totally should have. And he goes, soccer game? I go, yeah, there's like 70,000 people. We have the best attendance in the Major League Soccer. Yeah, and he's, he's like, why do people in Atlanta like soccer? And I'm like, um, think about it. They just lost a Super Bowl, heartbreaking Super Bowl. They heartbreaking national championship heart in football. Heartbreaking national championship, national championship in football. And the Braves have sucked for a solid ten years. And well, they're they're okay right now, but they they still suck. There's a lot of bleeding going on in Atlanta sports. Let's you know be what, honest. Though, you Come know on. I'll be honest. It's when the, when the Falcons blew the lead to your Patriots. Yes. Bow down. <laughs> and bow down in uh, in respect. We, we, we totally blew that game. They're um, still good, by the way. I was very, very butthurt about the fact that the Falcons blew the Super Bowl. Oh, and then sad. to be only just less, just a little bit less than one year later for my Bulldogs to be sitting there with a chance to win the first ever national championship in my lifetime, first one they played in in my lifetime, um, and then to blow it at the end as well. It's been a very hard year and a little bit to be at this year and a half to be a Falcons uh Falcons, Georgia, Braves fan. But let me tell you right now, 
it's been a really fun ride for sports. We haven't won anything yet, but the Falcons, bar, you know, this year we've had a really lot of injuries on defense. So like, you could pretty much probably say that we're one in five, we're one in four now. We're probably not going too far this year. Yeah, but like, not. we have a really good football team. Yeah. Last year and the year, year before when we went to Super Bowl, we didn't have any injuries that really helped us. But like, we have a really good solid core football team. Georgia's awesome. They're six and zero right now. Have I love, big, I love that Ryan. Have a big game this weekend. So like, it's a really great time to be a Georgia sports fan. We just haven't like put it all together to like get a championship. Yeah, so, but I love it because well, bad Boston fans and people with revisionist histories have they they all think that Boston has always been good at sports and all this stuff. It's not true. Celtics were always good. We su- no, nah, but the, well, even Celtics the Celtics before Garnett and Allen. I'm and thinking back, like even to when you were a kid. There was though. a five, six, seven year period where Paul Pierce was the only good player in Boston, and he, and he was so pissed off because they sucked. And they wouldn't trade him. They either. were to, and they wouldn't trade him, and I'm he's glad that they didn't because they won a championship. They but, did. They, I mean, Boston, like I was telling you before, Foxborough was a shitty stadium. It was terrible. It, there was fights all over the place, tons of drinking. It was a bad I got place. accosted in Foxborough last year. No, I'm talking about old Foxborough Stadium, not, uh, not Gillette. Gillette Stadium. No, I mean, this place was terrible. And then, um, you know, Bruins hockey was down. They traded Joe Thornton. I stopped rooting for the Bruins after that. They, and then and then we're talking about the Patriots the, and the Red Sox. Those were... The Red Sox had the longest drought in oh. history. They were always good, though. That was the sad thing about Red Sox baseball. Is like They always were like in the regular season in contention for, for the division, in contention for the wild card, could make it to the playoffs. Bill Buckner... They just never could put it together. Bill, that whole Bill Buckner thing with the Mets, that, was, that broke people's spirits and hearts. You know what? If they would have had the internet in 1980... Is that 1983? When the ball went between the legs, that would have broken the internet. Like you talk about today, like things breaking the internet. That that like meme of the ball going between his legs probably would have broke the internet. You know what the funny thing is? He's he, lucky. He actually had a great career. Oh yeah. He what he hit. You like, can't define the whole man's career on well, one. He hit play. like two hundred plus home runs. He yeah, hit probably close to three hundred in no. his career. Like the guy was a good player. It's like. Chicago sports fans giving that that kid a hard time. Bartman. Co- Bartman. He, he was, wasn't a kid. He's a shithead. No, that's not fair. He's a grown man. A weirdo. He had special needs, I think. No, he's a little bit slow. His special needs were that he didn't. He was a dork, and he didn't understand that catching a ball. He was like the was biggest Cubs fan of all time. Though. Yeah, but he was dumb. He went to every game. He was like a huge fan, and then they ruined his life over I one bad, bad decision. Bad right? One Imagine if your life was defined by one bad decision. I. I have make bad decisions all the time, and I'm defined by him. He's an idiot. He made he he made he was a big. If he was such a big fan, he would have known not to reach over and try to grab that you know ball. Bad Bartman joke. I heard he's a Braves fan now. That's how it sucks. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> no man, this is fun. What else? What else we got to talk about? We're coming close to time. Well, we, don't you, go, we don't want to go too long. On the first you one. said the mic drop. Oh yeah. Well, that's just kind of like the exit. Say your piece if you have something you want to like get off your chest, give to the people, give to me. You got money? I'll take it. No, no money. I'm not exchanging uh, monetary fun or funds even through Venmo on a podcast. There must be a law against that. Um, no, I got nothing to give. This was fun. I enjoyed it. It was. It's perfect weather. I, I wonder, I hope, and I wonder how long we're going to be able to do this on your front porch. Oh, before it gets cold? Yeah. Well, just put a jacket on. 
Yeah. You're from Boston. You love cold weather. I actually I'll be do. out here in a parka next next week, but you'll be <laughs> sitting in shorts and a t-shirt you'll like making fun of me. Stoking fire, drinking hot cocoa. Well, I don't think my wife would like us lighting a fire on her With your porch, wool socks on. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Drinking coffee. Yeah. Hand we'll warmers. switch from beer to, like, whiskey or something. <laughs> it could get really dangerous. That would be fine. Again, like I said, I think a little... Too puff off the bong for me wouldn't be bad every now and then you're on your own bro yeah it might make you loosen up can't do it yeah your sphincter might just loosen up don't talk about my sphincter man (laughs) all right this is fun man thank you thanks man